Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Would a guest host have the big voice man say the name at the uh, beginning of the show? Probably not. Appreciate that very much, Randy Kilburn. It is Brendan Escott with you today as the Oilers make their way from Canada's west coast down to the Bay Area. And they do so without goaltender Jack Campbell. Waiver wire yesterday cleared today and is replaced by Calvin Pickard, who gets the call up after a pretty good start to his season and down in Bakersfields. But the bottom line is something needed to change here. Something needed to cause the ripple effect, the sugar rush, playing guilty, whatever it's going to require to pull the team out of this two, eight, and one slump it's been in. I guess this is ultimately the move that was decided on. So how much cap space does that really leave them? Well, in the short term, $1.15 million. So, i.e. not a lot, meaning the replacement not going to be immediate. Now, I'm not an expert on the salary cap, but that does accumulate over the season. I believe the savings are going to be more like $3 million on trade deadline day. So things do open up a little bit as days accumulate and the cap number uh, decreases. We're going to have to get Hart Levine on the show to really break down the fine details of that. But the bottom line is, in the short term, everybody's got to be looking in the mirror. And here we are today with a team that gets to take on a San Jose Sharks side that had really been uh, sort of the laughing stock of the NHL. Is this one of the worst teams of all time? Certainly of our lifetime, yeah. They've finally won a game, though, and that makes me worry for what tonight could hold. Because the pressure, or pardon me, for tomorrow night, um, the pressure's not on that team. The pressure is not on a team with no expectations this season beyond maybe they luck into the Macklin Celebrini sweepstakes. But the Oilers' expectations since two weeks before training camp, since the offseason, have been an appearance in the Stanley Cup Finals. So much of this has been geared toward Game 83 that it seems like Games 1 through 12 have kind of fallen by the wayside. Anyway, we have a couple of hours to break this down. We'll hear from Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers coming up in about a half hour. Our NHL insider John Shannon going to stop by today as well. And we'll take a look at the Oil Kings, who are, uh, well, they're... uh, 
toiling away once again, unfortunately, as part of a rebuilding season, but we'll find out exactly where the positivity has been in that program in the last uh, couple of weeks. Head coach Luke Pierce stopping by at 6.35. I want your thoughts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line tonight. That number is 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to Ashley Fine Floors floors.com for more it's not going to be carter hart okay there's they're just not parting with that goaltender philadelphia has waited since ron hextall to have a starting goaltender the oilers could have had carter hart instead they drafted tyler benson but this is where we're at i don't think philadelphia is trading him anywhere so beyond him, what would you like to see the team do to address the goaltending situation? I put this out on Twitter, on X, at Brendan Escott. That's B-R-E-N-D-E-N-E-S-C-O-T-T. I put the poll out and I listed Jordan Biddington, Jake Allen, UC Soros, and John Gibson as some theoretical options. Team's still pushing for a Stanley Cup after all. What we're me is now whatever you were going to utilize as far as trade chips to try and add to say the bottom six forward group perhaps the right side of defense later on this season well now you're going to have to expend those assets on a goaltender and if you want one that's truly an upgrade like a Soros well you're going to have to pay a lot and that doesn't leave you with anything left to upgrade the defense or the bottom six forwards. So it's a pretty uncomfortable position that the team is in right now though we know this doesn't preclude them from playoff success. You get to the dance and I think they're going to get there still. They're not going to win the Pacific Division at this rate. Not with how they're playing and not with how Vegas is playing. But I do believe that they're going to get there. And once you get in, good things can happen. So uh, a couple of, I'm trying to dig up the audio vault right now. And I see I've opened the wrong folder. We got Jeff Walker with us tonight. How are you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic. Good to be here with you on Oilers Now and uh, talking some Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, this is a good time to be in talk radio, right? It might not be a good time to be an Edmonton Oiler, but it's a great time to work in Edmonton sports talk. Uh, It sure is, and uh, the team never disappoints in giving us something to talk about, Brendan. No, certainly. And today's top story that we're talking about, which is brought to you each day by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Top story is that Campbell did indeed clear waivers. He is replaced by Calvin Pickard, who gets the call up from the Bakersfield Condors. Campbell is 1-4-0 this year with a 4.50 goals against average and 8.73 save percentage. Now, I know he hasn't been the whole problem. There's a lot of grade-A scoring chances going the other direction, but I'll just hearken back to that wraparound goal by Philip Fordsburg in that Nashville game, for example. It's about when you're making the stop. It really is, And, and so much of that was highlighted against Vancouver when Edmonton was stymied by Dr. Demko, even though they were peppering him with shots. I turn on the game. It's one nothing Edmonton. It was 19-2 to or something along those lines. And then the third shot of the game, which was right at Stuart Skinner, gets through him and in the net. 
and that's not going to reflect very well on anybody, but in reality, the goaltender's got to make that save too. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of sharing of the blame to go around. Overall, looking at Campbell, since he was signed here in, uh, in 2022 on July 13th, 22-13-4, but a 3.53 goals against average and an 8.86 save percentage. This is not acceptable NHL-level hockey, and maybe we got tricked a little bit in the preseason as to what he was going to be capable of or where he was going to bring his game to because we knew so much of it had to do with the six inches between his ears. And the pressure has just been ratcheted up to 11 out of 10 right now, if not higher. And uh, it's not working out. So, unfortunately, a veteran goaltender, as I say again, ends up being sort of the sacrificial lamb in this situation that nobody is satisfied with. Let's get into the Oilers now audio vault. I figured it out over here for our friends at Direct Workwear. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR Parco with enhanced warming features. Only two. $270. A word from Zach Hyman, who knows him probably better than just about anybody on this team. Obviously, Jack's a, a great friend, so I think you, you first you're there for him as, as a friend and, and as, a, as a teammate, and I think it's part of the journey for you know for him. I think you look around the history of any player that's had you know ups and downs in his career. Everybody's had ups and downs. Some people have bigger ups and bigger downs, and, and I think this is just another part of his journey. And knowing Jack, you know, I think he he's going to go down there and, and get his game on track, and wouldn't be surprised uh, if we see him. So. I think he just has to keep going and and keep playing his game. And uh, as a, as a teammate, it sucks. Like it sucks that we we let him down um, as well. We you know we we've given up a ton of high danger chances for our goalies. I think everybody looks at you know our goalie save percentage, but not every shot's the same. Like I think. There are shots that have a way greater chance of going in than, than other shots, and I think collectively, as a team, you know, we haven't put Stu and Jack in, in a position to, to be the best of their abilities. And you know, obviously, they have to make their saves too. But I think as a group, we can do a much better job of helping them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Absolutely, they can. And that's, I guess, why they have corrected what they had overcorrected, if you ask me, in the offseason. And that is sort of reverting to a defensive scheme that they were more comfortable with. It's not scheme-related when you've got a player that is in his fourth year in the National Hockey League making an incorrect pinch and then not hustling back. That has nothing to do with the scheme. 
So, uh, you know, everybody, again, I say, has to look in the mirror when it comes to this because somebody got sent down and that should be reverberating through the dressing room. Here's Evander Kane. Surprising news, obviously, uh, for myself. And CP's a really good friend of mine on the team and uh, really, really enjoy having him around uh, the group on and off the ice. So um, it'll be disappointing. to, to see him uh, go down today and um, play a few games, but uh, I'm very confident he'll be back and performing like I, I know he can. Now, as frustrating a start as it is this year, let's not forget that last year, prior to the run that they went on after the trade deadline, it wasn't all sunshine and roses either. It's not a group that ran away with things last season. We knew what they were capable of, and McDavid and Dreisaitl were, well, they were mopping things up points-wise, but this team has dealt with underperformance in the past, and Zach Hyman says they've got to rely on the things that they've learned. I think anytime you're in this position and unfortunately we've, we've since i've been here we've, we've been in it a couple of times and we've we've dug our way out of it but when you're in it it feels like every little thing is is going against you and and you aren't getting the bounces but if you're if you've been in it and you play long enough in the league you know it turns and it turns as long as you're working and you're you're putting in um your effort every game and everybody in this locker room cares extremely and uh, we have the recipe. I think you know we have everything from the coaches that we need to go out there and to play and to turn it. Uh, and nobody does it but us. So I think, uh, yeah, we're again we're excited about tomorrow. This is one way of sending that message through the dressing room without changing the tactics necessarily, which you don't want to do too much of. And again, I say, did they do too much of that in the off season? I, I, I do think the question uh, can be asked at this point, but what message is the head coach of this team, Jay Woodcroft, trying to send by, uh, you know, or the team, I guess, wasn't Woodcroft that made the decision. It was a group decision, right? It's an organizational decision, first of all. Um, the message that, that it gets sent is, um, you know, we're 2-8-1. and one. For us to come back and just keep putting, trotting uh, the same thing out, um, can't do that. Not acceptable. Uh, unfortunately, for someone of Jack's character and someone who's such a great teammate, he's one of those pieces that is being, um, you know, forced to move. He's forced to go down to Bakersfield. That's that's not fun. That's not fun for any of his teammates. It's not fun for his coaches. Not fun for the managers. Um, you know. But over the last little while, we've seen Philip Robert pay that price. We've seen Adam Ernie pay that price. These are good people. But in the end, the Edmonton Oilers are about searching to find ways uh, to put something together here. We've had good moments, as I said to Tony, um, but there they haven't been enough. We're looking for uh, solutions. My experience, my 20 years, usually um, real solutions hide in plain sight. Real solutions hiding in plain sight. That was a good quote from today's media session. That is the direct work where audio vaults. Uh, here's the line rushes from this morning. Again, they practiced in Vancouver, spent a couple days out on the West Coast trying to debrief, although I don't know how much of that can be accomplished when this is going on in the periphery of everything. But uh, they did separate... Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl at practice. McDavid was centering a line of Ryan McLeod and Zach Hyman. Leon Dreisaitl between 
uh, Dylan Holloway and Warren Fogle. Third line of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Evander Kane, and Sam Gagne. And then James Hamblin, Derek Ryan, and Raph Lavoie on that fourth line. Nurse Cece, Ekholm Bouchard, Kulak, Deharnay, and a bit of a cool experience for a player by the name of Doran Luding. And Doran is a goaltender for the UBC Thunderbirds now. You might remember him from the Western Hockey League. I actually remember him from the Major Midget League, which I believe is now called the U18 AAA circuit out in BC. He was playing for uh, one of the coastal teams out there, but he got to practice with the Oilers today as the goaltending transactions were taking place. The Thunderbirds stadium was housing the practices for the Oilers. Now they are off to San Jose and I imagine that if they were on the ground, Bob would be hosting the show so they are probably still up in the air heading to the Golden State. We'll press pause on Oilers now. Bring it back with NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. It's Brendan Escott with you tonight. Yeah, another good teammate. Anytime he's been around our team, he fit in. Um, you know, his start speaks for itself. Numbers speak for themselves. Um, you know, both him and Olivier Rodrigue are uh, off to a really, really good start. Have won some games for that team down there. Uh, has, have kept their teams in, in games. And, you know, for picks to come up, um, it's, it's a great opportunity for him. He has NHL experience. But, um, you know, I would say it's an opportunity for Jack Campbell, too. Him and I talked about this yesterday. It's an opportunity for him to go play a lot, refine some aspects of his game, uh, get back to feeling confident, and uh, we'll, we'll see where he ends up. But, um, you know, we, we're painting this as a positive for Jack, and certainly for picks to earn the recall, that's good on him as well. A little bit there from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on Calvin Pickard and his uh, arrival on the team because Jack Campbell has cleared waivers. He will be uh, with the Bakersfield Condors as they begin a road trip tomorrow night actually against the Abbotsford Canucks and they will end up down the QE2 playing Calgary a little later as well. Let's get into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com One game underway, one game about to get underway and then the nightcap with a couple of Pacific Division uh, contenders, juggernauts, you can call them either. It's the Golden Knights and Kings later tonight. Capitals and Panthers at 5.30 and the Maple Leafs and Senators already underway, tied at a goal apiece about halfway through the uh, first period. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman upholding Charlie McAvoy's four-game suspension for his hit to the head of Oliver Ekman Larson. That was an ugly one. Canadians and uh, Canadians forward rather and Edmonton native Brendan Gallagher wearing a neck guard at practice today. That is certainly some news. Him and Michael Pizzetta actually uh, we're uh, both seen wearing the added protection. Uh, I mentioned the Condors. The Oil Kings are playing the Hitmen in a home-and-home home series. Starts in Calgary at the Saddle Dome on Friday. Learn a little bit more about the Oil Kings coming up with head coach Luke Pierce about an hour from now, 6.35. And the Golden Bears visiting the Mount Royal Cougars. That also a home-and-home home series. Starts in uh, Calgary on Friday. The Claire Drake 
on Saturday. 780-496-0063 is the number to text. We've got some good ones already here. Let's see if my mouse would work. Can I explain why Campbell was sent down and not Skinner? Well, uh, number one, the price tag is something that I don't think anybody was going to nibble at. So you were pretty confident that if you put Campbell on the waiver wire that nobody was going to claim him. Conversely, if you're a team that sees a Calder Trophy finalist from last year who only makes a little over two, what is it, two and a half million dollars for Skinner, somebody was going to claim Stuart Skinner in short. So that's why it was Campbell. Their numbers weren't necessarily all that different, but that's uh, that's the reason for that. Brendan, I think the Oilers could perform even better in the playoffs as underdogs and in a wild card position. Just win and make it to the dance first. Well, that's the objective right now and I don't know how this team is doing with the pressure of winning. No one's willing to come out and say that that's what's going on here, but it certainly is worth questioning. Elliot Friedman coming up from NHL Hockey on Rogers after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.